The American dream has become a nightmare. Signs of the time are on cardboard on corners in town. Like a cancer that's silently spreading, there's an unspoken fear. We're on our way down. We must take America back. Main Street to Wall Street, cities and states, Washington D.C. Before it's too late, there's not long. We need leaders who lead us, not stick us and bleed us, then ransom our future and our children's. That's wrong. We must take America back as liberty weeps, our forefathers spin in their graves. Pray God will bless some way out of this mess. We must take America back. All right, folks, we're back. Second hour of the National Intel Report. Michael Herzog, your host. Got an email during the break. I'm not going to mention the name, but I'm going to read it to you because I agree with it says, everyone can investigate and recommend whatever they want, but if the Department of Justice does not prosecute, it is all in vain. It serves only to infuriate the public and tenderize your emotions. Well, you're mostly right. It doesn't tenderize my emotions because I'm so sick of this. I don't have any emotions anymore. But it reminds me of, remember when uh, Rand Paul was interviewing Fauci and he busted him two or three times on the gain-of-function research and he turned over criminal referral to uh, Moshe Garfinkel, Merrick Garland, and Merrick Garland did nothing. Same thing going to happen again? Very possible. We'll see what happens. Okay? We can only hope. You know, but it ain't looking good at this time here, folks. And I use the word ain't, which is not a real word, but I use the word ain't because I want to emphasize (laughs) that I'm tired of this. So I want to give you an interesting opinion, though, by Miranda Devine. She says that the deep state can't cover for the scale of Biden's corruption. Hmm, I don't know whether that's true or not. This was written on May 10th, which is about six days ago. If the bombshells, which they were, unleashed at Wednesday morning's House Oversight Committee press conference had been about the corruption of a Republican president via millions of dollars in foreign bribes to his family, the clamor for impeachment would have been deafening. And she's right. But Joe Biden has the protection of the deep state and unscrupulous Democratic lawyers. So accountability will be slower, if at all. Though, according to her, no less certain if Oversight Chairman James Comer continues his dogged pursuit of the money. Now, Comer delivered an astonishing forensic interim accounting of better than, as I said before, $10 million in payments from just two of the countries, Romania and China, which enriched the president's family during his vice presidency and in the weeks afterward. But that's not counting further millions from Ukraine, from Kazakhstan, from Mexico, from Romania, Oman, or earlier China deals, or and other foreign business deals the committee is investigating. The only business the Bidens were engaged in for all that filthy lucre was selling Joe's influence to the highest foreign bidder when he was the vice president with no regard for national security. And with his knowledge and active involvement, including meeting at least a dozen 
of his son Hunter Biden's foreign benefactors. So this investigation is about Joe Biden. That's according to Comer. Um, That's stating the astonishingly obvious. The Post has been at the forefront of reporting on this corruption scandal for almost three years. And now that James Comer has laid out a documented trail of million-dollar bribes paid to the Biden family, it is unsustainable for the president and the White House to continue to stonewall and deny the truth. So the question, one of many, is why don't they come clean? Why not be honest with us? That's a question that was put forward by Jim Jordan during that, uh, that uh, press conference. Okay. Why not tell us the truth? Tell the American people the truth. They deserve that from their government. And Comer has all these bank transactions from four banks showing at least nine members of the president's immediate family receiving all these payments, including his younger brother and his son and his widowed daughter-in-law. Her name's Hallie, by the way. Hunter's ex-wife and his current wife and three children of the president's son and the president's brother. He has identified 15 shell companies associated with Hunter and the complicated web of transactions designed to hide the payments. And the investigation is still in its infancy. But Comer's latest memo is a blunt rebuke of Joe Biden's continued lies about the family's influence peddling scheme, which revolves around him in more ways than one, folks. And it will come as a shock to Americans who have been kept in the dark about the Biden family corruption due to an unseeming media blackout and a deliberate cover-up involving the FBI, the CIA, big tech to ensure that then-candidate Biden won the 2020 election. And anyone who had been hoping for smoking gun evidence of cash hitting Joe Biden's bank account is delusional because that's not how the grift works. Joe's been playing the influence peddling game for half a century. That's what he did in the Senate, folks. And as plausible and as vice president, and he has plausible deniability down to a fine art. But what Comer has uncovered already raises serious concerns about the national security risk of a compromised president, especially when it comes to China. So Comer's memo quotes Biden's denial of Hunter's enrichment during the final debate of the presidential campaign on October 27th, 2020, when he said, and I quote, my son has not made money in terms of this thing about what are you talking about, China? I have not had, well, the only guy who made money from China is this guy, Donald Trump. He's the only one. Nobody else has made any money from China. Well, guess what, Joe? Nobody's buying it because Comer has produced the evidence that exposes your lies. The bank records refute Biden's statement. So it then goes on to list the dozens of bank records and the companies linked to Biden family members who profited from China for no discernible reason other than their relationship with that powerful patriarch at the time, Joe Biden. So that memo at least breaks new ground, folks, with subpoenaed bank records showing Three million transferred from Romanian oligarch Gabriel Papaviciu to the uh, Biden family factotum Rob Walker, who in turn doled out a little over one third, a million thirty eight thousand dollars to Hunter Biden, Holly Biden, James Biden and another unnamed Biden. And the payments went in smaller uh, tranches from November 2015 until May of 2017, three months after Joe's vice presidency ended, as just as Hunter's 
Remember this? $83,000 a month stipend from the corrupt energy company Burisma. Uh, What's what's that guy's name? Let me think about that. Uh, um, The Russian oligarch. Uh, I can't remember it off the top of my head. I'll get it. Uh, Anyway, so, and as soon as Biden left office, that salary was slashed in half after his father left. And as the committee pointed out, the payments were made against the backdrop of Vice President Biden giving sanctimonious anti-corruption lectures. And think about the hypocrisy of that, folks, lecturing another country on anti-corruption while you're patting the guy on the back in the back room and taking his money. I mean, seriously. Yes. And his quote, this is from Biden in one of those. Corruption is a cancer, he would thunder, a cancer that eats away at a citizen's faith in democracy. Well, you got that right, Joe, because this has completely wiped out any faith I have in this administration, whether it be medical, judicial, corporate, whether it be the school system, whether it be the immigration system. I am literally disgusted, folks. So, yes, Joe, you can say that again. And I'm sad to say, folks, I've lost my beliefs in this system. All of it, as I said, the medical, the banking, judicial, the political. And, you know, as Paul Craig Roberts wrote recently, it appears that the U.S. government is totally corrupt. This, again, was put out on May 10th. (laughs) Excuse me. It doesn't make much sense to investigate the guy who brings you the allegation rather than investing the allegation. That was a quote put out by former federal prosecutor Brad Cummins. On October 4, 2018, Brad Cummins brought evidence to the attention of U.S. Attorney General Jeffrey Berman of the uh, criminal behavior by Vice President Joe Biden. But instead of investigating Biden, Berman investigated Cummins. Now, this is our Department of Justice today. The DOJ is just as corrupt as the FBI, which is part of the DOJ, the CIA, the NSA, the FDA, and all the rest of the alphabet soup agencies. Try to find an honest federal agency or an institution. If you don't believe the FBI is corrupt, consider the Hunter Biden laptop. The information on the laptop revealing clear criminal behavior has been known for years and nothing has been done about it. And the corrupt FBI even declared the laptop to be a Russian plant in an effort to influence a U.S. election. Really? Hmm. The corrupt FBI refuses to release information, thus blocking the House Oversight Committee from oversight and revealing, yet again, the utter weakness of the legislature in holding the executive branch accountable. And so basically... You know, as the as the listener put out, you know, in this email during the break that I just read, Congress is powerless. All the federal government needs to do is to utter the words national security. And guess what? Congress collapses. The FBI's cover up of the Biden father son crimes enables the corrupt Democrats and their media whores to allege that the reports of Biden family crimes are Well, just anonymous innuendo. But, of course, the information on the laptop is not anonymous, and neither is former federal prosecutor Cummins. To protect Democrats from real crimes, federal officials commit perjury, and to falsely accuse President Trump, they commit perjury again. 
And one, one, you know, really, one wonders if Republicans understand the fight they are in, you know. And then, to add insult to injury, this is while I was sick, folks, and I know you know this because you guys pay close attention, closer attention than I do, actually, because I was really sick last week. And as you could tell, as I've been talking, I'm starting to get a little bit hoarse. <coughs> Excuse me. So then, Title 42 just expires the other day. And guess what? Thousands more are crossing our borders, thanks to Honest Joe, looking for that better life. I've got the solution. Please, Scotty, beam me up now. I think I've mistakenly been placed on the wrong planet. And the question is, another question that I pose to you, can life really be better after witnessing this? Are you fascinated by your manipulation yet, folks? The phone lines are open, 512-248-8252. Jump in if you like. Um, Any questions, comments, or whatever you have, because I'm starting to get talked out. I'm starting to get hoarse. But at any rate, the culmination of all of this, when it comes to the political, the judicial, the medical, the corporate, the school system, the immigration problems, all of this stuff is happening right now as we speak. No wonder these people are starting to throw their hands up in the air. No wonder nobody's doing anything about it. I mean, <laughs> you know, I mean, those thoughts went through my mind last week when I was laying for days on end, folks, unable practically to move. I mean, I was really sick. Um, and I look at all of this, and when I say, Scotty, beam me up now, <laughs> I'm about 75% sure I mean it. With that, let's go to Francis, North Carolina. You're on with Michael. Francis, how you doing? Well, hey, kiddo. Hi. I don't have to ask, I don't have to ask how you're doing, but uh, I'm using WISH craft. I wish you a speedy recovery. Okay, I appreciate that. Well, All hey, right. you got to come to you. Besides, you've got many years ahead of you, so don't sweat over it. Um <laughs> But when hearing about this thing uh, with uh, the, the Hunter's laptop and, and money going this way and that way, you know, something I am reminded of the scenario. I think probably Joy Boy is following in uh, Hillary's footsteps as far as uh, the laptop goes, as far as um, the money going and everything else, because what what happened to the Hillary laptop in messages? Uh, 30 some thousand messages or whatever have you uh, back at that time. It all got whitewashed. Yeah, right. I don't think so. But um, it, it, it seemed to be going from the same playbook, only different action, depending on the intention of the, of the politician. And quite frankly, they, they, uh, I'm getting the impression that they're just being shameless and not worrying about it. And so whenever someone goes and starts investigating it, they themselves get investigated to the point that, well, do they end up losing their job and getting terminated as a result of actually investigating it and actually taking the initiative uh, into the, uh, by the department that they're alphabet soup that the agency that they're a part of has uh, really gotten to be a joke and quite a distraction, but the aspect that they're building up all this money for their uh, supposed re-election and so forth to the point of bringing people in illegally with that intention, basically they're, they're, they're 
their colors are showing of what how low they can go. And to the point that when people call it out, oh, they, they're a conspiracy nut. Well, I'll gladly wear that designer tinfoil hat, thank you very much, as far as um, pointing out or noting what these um, low-life politicians are doing, and they, they will risk everything to get it, uh, for that matter. Now, with the election and all that, that's going to be a really interesting show as to who they. Uh, I mean, you have a lot of people that are put there for the uh, political uh, for the Republican Party, and so it seems like they're sequestering and trying to figure out who they can put up there for the Democratic Party, besides Joey Boy, or including Joey Boy. So it's going to be an interesting show to see what what they come up with, for that matter. And speaking of uh, with Trump. That whole fiasco they had up at that town hall up in uh, Massachusetts that uh, he attended uh, by CNN, that woman is a well-paid slut that kept uh, cutting in and not allowing uh, him to actually respond to even one silly question. That was one well-paid slut. Uh, what are you speaking I mean, of? I mean, you said something... Okay, you, you recall that they had a... A town hall, a sorts uh, where that he attended. To, when when um, was this? When was this? I think this was this past Wednesday. Okay. Well, I again, I've been out of commission, Francis, for the yeah. whole week last well, week, so I missed it. <laughs> uh, I'm well, sorry about that. But go ahead. I can empathize. I can empathize on that note. I barely caught little nips and uh, uh, nods about it uh, from what I heard or saw online or whatever, and I could. I was like, oh my stars. I actually could not believe he actually went and uh, participated in that. I have to applaud him, actually, uh, for that matter, because he actually, and I think he was being ex- overly uh, polite by saying that this gal was a nasty person to her face. Okay, so you're saying that, that CNN had a town hall event and Donald Trump was the guest speaker. Is that right? Well, he he was being questioned or whatever, but yeah. Okay. I guess okay. you call him a guest speaker. And <laughs> okay. So, and so uh, I was quite floored. Actually, I was rather impressed and forward at the same time because he wasn't being given the time of day to actually get one comment out in a, in a decent professional fashion. Uh, it was it was. Well, that's typical, hilarious. though. I mean, look at look at what they did to him in the oh, debates. Look look what oh, they I did know. to him in the debates. Every time every time that you know the the, the uh, question would be posed, there would be a question that basically was an attack on him. And then if you tried to respond to anything, they'd cut him off. I mean, this is typical. This is, you know, that's the ploy they use. What's that guy that ran against, uh, oh, God, um, Bill Clinton and uh, um, Ross Perot. That's what I'm looking for. Oh, okay. geez. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> they did the same thing to him. That, my, that's my point. My point is, you know, they, they, they just, uh, look what they did to Ron Paul, okay, when he yeah. was running for president back on, yeah. It, I mean, well, they do, the, that's, their, that's their playbook. But speaking well, of playbooks, all, all right, got to take what? a break. If you, want, if you want to stick around, I'll hold you over. Oh, I hi. think I hear the. I hear, did I hear the music, Julie? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> three guys from three. All right, be right back.
Have you been looking for a trusted long-term storable food company? We have a solution for you. Simply Clean Foods is dedicated to providing the best quality food you can buy next to fresh from a farmer's market. Our line of resealable fruits, vegetables, and meats are suitable for everyday use, and you won't have to worry about throwing away valuable groceries ever again. Our food is completely GMO-free, and our stringent quality controls, plus testing for heavy metals, makes us unique in the storable foods market. Simply Clean Foods' primary focus is to bring clean food to people all around the world and change the way we look at freeze-dried food in our daily cooking. When you purchase from Simply Clean Foods, not only will you be receiving high-quality food, but you will also be supporting veterans in need across the country and those who are affected by natural disasters. Go to republicbroadcasting.org and click on long-term food storage in the rotating sponsors' banners to support RBN. Simply Clean Foods. Do it today. I'm so excited to have you as part of the Wild Pastures family, and we look forward to bringing you the pastures meats that you and your family will love. Now, we started Wild Pastures because so many of my clients would tell me they just couldn't find high-quality pastures meats, and even when they did, it was so expensive that they couldn't afford to eat it regularly. Now, I'm not talking about the bottom-of-the-barrel healthy meats that have claims like natural or free-range or even cage-free, terms that were actually created by the industrial food industry to make us feel all warm and fuzzy about buying their low quality products. I'm talking about truly nourishing pasteurized meats, the kind that you'll never really find in a grocery store. Our farmers are doing things beyond organic. Our beef is 100% grass-fed and grass-finished and raised on pastures free from chemicals and other pesticides. Our chickens are 100% pasture-raised, where they get their natural diet of grass and forage and insects. We will never settle for free range, which is actually one of the most deceptive terms in the chicken industry. In fact, less than 0.1% of the chicken consumed in the United States is truly pasture-raised in the way that ours is. And our pork is 100% pasture-raised as well. So if you care about where your food comes from, then you have definitely made it to the right place. As a Wild Pastures member, you'll be supporting the most highly principled farmers in America and getting the most nutrient-dense, nourishing, and sustainable meats in the world. But I'm confident you'll love being part of our mission at Wild Pastures, and you will really love the delicious, nourishing meats that we're going to deliver straight to your delight. Visit republicbroadcasting.org and click the Wild Pastures banner ad. Secure a shipment today. Beef, poultry, and pork. Raised the way nature intended. National Intel Report. Michael Herzog, your host. We've got Francis in North Carolina on the line. Uh, what did you want to conclude with, Francis? Well, the fact that that song reminds me of KBR and who knows what with Darn Cheney back when uh, he was dealing with uh, Shrub Jr. and so forth. So, <laughs> go figure. That was a good, interesting memory to have. But it's, it's going to be interesting with everything else being uh, poured in on top of everything else prior to 2024. Uh, with well, the upcoming election well, cycle. 
Okay, I'm going to give you my synopsis here. I'll let you go, honey. Thanks for the call. Appreciate it. Phone lines are opening. Take care. All right, thank Later. you. Five one two two four eight eight two five two. But you know, it's interesting, folks. And I can I can point my finger at a number of these investigations. You remember going back when uh, Trey Gotti was invest on the investigative committee that was just grilling Hillary Clinton over the coals over Benghazi, and we know what happened there. Okay, they were transporting guns to Syria. And uh, ultimately, what happened at the end of the investigation? Nothing. What happened when Rand Paul had, uh, you know, Fauci in the crosshairs and put the criminal referral out to uh, Moshe Garfinkel? What happened? Nothing. It seems like every time there's an investigation done, nothing happens. And the latest one, the latest one, special counsel John Durham. Three years this guy worked on an investigation. Remember, Trump kept some of the results of the, uh, the Durham investigation, the results of the Durham investigation. This was going leading all the way up to the 2020 stolen election, okay? After more than three years investigating the Russia collusion probe, he declares finally that the FBI had no verified intelligence or evidence when it opened up the crossfire hurricane probe of President Donald Trump's campaign in the summer of 2016. Anybody going to jail? No. All right. Anybody, you know, looking at Peter Strzok or uh, or any of these people involved in this with the FBI? Anybody holding anybody to account here? No. Was Hillary Clinton held to account? No. Was Anthony Fauci held to account before he rode off into the sunset to pursue his other endeavors at the age of tender young age of whatever he is, 79 or whatever? Nothing ever happens. And people say, well, you know, you know, uh, all of this stuff that I outline here in this program today, fascinated by your manipulation yet, everything that we see, everything that we see, all right, we're being manipulated. Fire, Title 42 expires the other day. I don't know, you know, did any of you have a chance to see some of those videos that were put out? I think Jones put some out. I think Owen Schroyer put a, a couple of them out. All right. Tens of thousands of these people coming over the border because Title 42 expires and the Border Patrol's helping them. They're putting them on buses for crying out loud. They're giving them EBT cards. I should share that story with you. I picked up a couple of these clowns um, at a Walmart. This is several months ago. And these guys, you know, spoke less English than I spoke Spanish. And I don't speak a lot of Spanish, folks. Young guys, probably late teens, early 20s, throw about four bags full of whatever, you know, whether it be shoes and socks and coats and, and whatever it was in the bags. We had four of them full of stuff. And I took them back to what they called the induction center, I found out later. You know where the induction center is in Tucson? It's the gymnasium of the juvenile hall, folks. Which tells you that the, you know, the, the government, the bureaucrats are involved in this. They loaded up four different bags. How'd they pay for it? With the taxpayer dollars off an EBT card. Are you kidding me? And they're letting tens of thousands of these coming over the border. And I have a theory on that, folks. I, I might have mentioned to you earlier um, in a previous show that I went to a city council meeting and uh, uh, was able to talk to the uh, sheriff of Cochise County, Mark Fennels. And he told me that, that 
the uh, the cartels or the coyotes, call them whatever you want, put a $7,500 bounty on these people when they come over the border. I think it's more than that. But it's not like 10 family members get together and they all save up their money over five years and they elect one individual to come over here for a, quote, better life with their belief. It's not like that at all. Like the coyotes, let them all come over because they're putting a price on their head. They're making them indentured servants. And I'm sure they're giving them a choice. You can sex traffic, you can drug traffic, one or the other. Okay, but you have to pay off your debt, regardless of what it is you do. If you get a legitimate job, that's okay, too. But you have to pay them off. And I am sure, as as just as sure as I'm sitting here behind this microphone, as hoarse as I'm getting, okay, that this government's in collusion with those people, and they're getting kickbacks on it. Now, the other question is, I think it was Matthew Cawthorn or Josh Hawley, one of the two, that was questioning in one of these committees, about what has happened to 85,000 illegal immigrants, young ones, okay, adolescents, that disappeared last year. I have a theory about that, too. Because I think my belief is that they're being organ trafficked. They're being enticed to come over here for a, quote, better life with their belief. And they get here, to their shock and amazement, they're organ trafficked. Each body's worth one point, I believe it's one point three million dollars. Who's getting the kickbacks on that? We'll be back in three. Phone lines are open. Stick around, more to come. I want the truth. You can't handle the truth. You're listening to Republic Broadcasting Network. Real news, real talk, real people. Because you can handle the truth. Hey there, are you going to wait till the cows come home to get your new ease-off drop and lift? What in the world is an ease-off drop and lift? Our ease-off is a new tool to increase production for your meat processing company that will get that whole hog or half a beef on or off your rail with our remote control. That sounds great, but can I afford it? Sure, and the ease-off installs fast. The effortless operation will reduce fatigue, speed up your line, and increase profits. Okay, I'm convinced. Where can I get my ease-off? Go to easeoff.com. That's E-A-Z-E-O-F-F dot com. And hurry, because we're offering free shipping for a limited time. EaseOff.com. We make pigs fly. Cows, too. EaseOff, LLC, 417-932-6419. My name is Don Wiskin, and at 42 years old, I suffered a massive heart attack, lost 35% of my heart to damaged tissue, and was supposed to spend the rest of my life on disability. What did I do? I took Extendivite, a garlic and cayenne mix of seven herbs which rebuilt my heart and gave me back my life. For over 17 years now, I have made this formula available to you so you don't have to suffer the same thing I did. Clean your blocked arteries and strengthen your heart and boost your natural immune system. I'm 60 years old now, and I still work every day. To get your Extendivite, call 1-877-928-8822. That's 1-877-928-8822. Or visit 
heartdrop.com. Extendivite is only $69.95 for a two-month supply of either capsules or liquid. Extend your life with Extendovite. The secret to aging like fine wine is in the vines. Syrah grape seeds and skins contain high levels of flavonoids and resveratrol. Fermentation breaks these organic compounds down into smaller molecules, penetrating these therapeutic ingredients deeper into the skin, delivering faster and more effective results. Our handmade fermented skincare products are formulated with all natural ingredients and do not contain any phthalates or parabens. Similar products can cost as much as $180. At Natural Earth Medicine, we source our ingredients from local Arizona vineyards and cold process our oils to ensure that our customers receive the highest quality product in its purest form. Learn more at our website and try our fermented skincare products today. Visit naturalearthmedicine.com. That's naturalearthmedicine.com. Michigan, you're on with Michael. Hello? 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 Am I on? Yes. This is Laura from Michigan. Yes, I know. I just introduced you. (laughs) Anyway, okay. I didn't hear that part. Sorry. Oh, okay. I was just going to say, I don't know if you remember, back when you first got on the Intel report, you were asking people who they wanted for president, and I said, Josh Hawley. And you said, I don't even know who he is. Never heard of him. Now you're starting to hear about him. Um, I, I, don't reco- he- I don't recall that, but it's very possible. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and at the time, yeah. at, at, at that particular time when I first, you know, came back to RBN, which is what, I think, early in 2022, um, yeah, I don't think I had heard of him. Uh, but there was a number of new faces that came into Congress that I hadn't heard of, so that's no surprise. Go ahead. I was going to say, there's just one person with Biden blood in them, it's clean, and that's the four-year-old love child of hunters. He's not involved in any racketeering or anything, you know? He's really clean, and, and they won't, Biden doesn't want him to have his name. And I say, well, uh-huh. hey, thank God for that. No, I know. And there's so much scandal going on with Hunter Biden and the fact that he's ducking out on child support for this, what is the kid's name, Navy, I think, is that right? They... I don't. I don't remember the year and the name. Yeah, I think I, I think it's the kid's name is Navy. It's four years old, and uh, uh, Biden's denying him or whatever. I mean, it's just it's just absolutely an insult to your intelligence. It is it is disgusting. And you know what really fascinates me about this is that for forty years, forty what is it, forty seven years, this guy was in the Senate or he's been in politics for forty seven years. 
And, you know, he really presented himself as an upstanding guy. Nobody really knew what was going on behind the scenes, but then nobody was paying attention, including myself. And now we're finding out that this has been going on for God knows how long. Okay, and right. nobody's nobody's looking at it. We're crying out loud, and you know, you you look at the family members, these people that are getting payoffs that are abs- doing absolutely nothing for it. And then on the flip side right. of the coin, you've got you know, I, I just pulled up another headline here. Uh, I hadn't even looked through all of this stuff. Um, forgive me, Peter in L.A. for this, but you know, as I said, I've been sick. Durham proves that Hillary and the FBI tried to rig the 2016 election. Well, okay, so what's anybody doing about this? Nothing. They tried to rig the election. The FBI was involved in it. The uh, the FBI and the Justice Department plotted to rig the 2016 election, and nobody does a thing. Uh, and even despite all of this evidence, most of the media are treating the Durham report like a nothing burger. I mean... But you know, I feel like Durham was milking it. I mean, four years and... Would he spend $40 million? Come on. Well, but 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 uh, uh, Robert Mueller did the same thing, and he got nothing. Okay, so yeah, you appoint somebody in there, and they're going to pay them. I don't remember. I don't know how much money per month, probably as much as they were paying Hunter Biden at Burisma. And by the way, it was Igor Kolomoisky. That's the name I couldn't remember earlier on. Okay, so, you know, they're paying these people all this phenomenal amount of money, and of course they're going to milk it. You know, the the slower that they, they can go, the more money that they're going to make. Makes sense, doesn't it? I mean, that's, that's the same right, reason that right. all these all, same reason all these traffic barriers are up and the cones and everything. You know, I, I see them all the time all over town, but yet I never see any workers, you know, or when the workers are out there, they, they seem to get very little done. It's the same thing in an investigation. They hire some guy, they pay him you know, 50, 60, 70, 80,000 dollars a month. Who knows how much they're paying him? And it takes him three right. or four years to find out that nothing happened. I mean, seriously, yeah. I'd like to have a job <laughs> like that. Go ahead. What a job, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. Um, I'm losing my voice here. But uh, anyway, what did you want to yeah. add, Laura? Uh, well, just uh, I'm just sick about how many people are dying in Ukraine. And I wish Putin would just uh, finish Zelensky off and uh, let's get rid of this problem. Zelensky, was he got $400 million he's taken from all that money? He just bought his parents an $80 million house and cars and Porsches. Come on, this is where our tax yeah. money is going to. Wait, 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 wait! You said four hundred million dollars. Zelensky took this from from the uh, the proceeds yeah, that were sent. According to that whistleblower. Pardon me. According to the whistleblower. Oh, okay, okay. Um, again, yeah. I was out of the loop last week, so I didn't hear that part. Okay, yeah, so Zelensky's buying his parents and houses million. and cars oh. and all this other stuff. Okay, well, is it any surprise though? I mean, really? No. We all knew it. We all knew it. And they know we knew it, but they don't care. Okay, I think it's 150 plus billion dollars that's gone over there now. And and, the, and we listened to, to Colonel Doug McGregor or, or Scott Ritter. They try to vilify all of these people. I, I latest I heard on Scott Ritter, the, the, they accused him or they convicted him of being a pedophile. That's the first I ever heard of that. Where'd that yeah, come from? Yeah, that's what they're doing, trying to ruin his reputation. And 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 the same people that are accusing him of are the real pedophiles. I mean, exactly. you know, accuse accuse your opponent of what it is that you're doing, right? I mean, exactly. how many That's videos right. have you seen before they purged them? How many videos have you seen up on YouTube of uh, Joe Biden sniffing little girl's hair? That's disgusting. 
And they're yeah. and he's doing it flying in the face right in front of their parents for crying out loud. Okay? And the parents are doing nothing. They're frozen with fear. They do nothing. I mean, if, if it's not, you might as well take an indelible ink pen and write it across his forehead. I mean, right. come on. The, what's his name? Uh, his daughter's diary that he was showering with his daughter for yeah, crying out yeah. loud. And this guy's supposedly the president of the United States. I mean, gag me with a spoon. Please, Scotty, beam me up. And people say, well, you know, what, what's the matter, Michael? I'm tired of this. I'm really tired of this. I'm tired of watching this stuff unfold. I'm tired of watching and, and comparing from 50 and 60 years ago what this country used to be like. And I, I, this occurred to me not long ago when I was, you know, I was laying down just pondering my life, okay, and thinking, you know what? The reason nobody cares is because they're not being taught. It's the same people, the same way as the people in the Philippines that don't have any hot water and don't have any air conditioning. They've never had it, so they don't miss it. These people that are being right. raised now, this upcoming generation that's being raised now, that's being taught left-wing politics, and you know, just because you've got a little thingy down there in your junk, don't make you think you're a man. You could be a woman if you want to be, or if you want to designate yourself as a horse, that's okay too. I mean, seriously. How many people do you think are going to get assassinated? We were going to testify against the Biden family. That's a good question. I don't know. The only the, the only point that I'm trying to make here is that, you know, all of us and I speak for the vast majority of people out there in the RBN listening audience that are over the age of 50. And I'm being conservative here over the age of 50. OK, we know what it was like back then. They don't. They're coming up and, you know, I, I see them. I pick them up at college, take them to the airport. I take them to their parties and so forth. They are clueless is what's going on because they weren't taught and they don't pay attention. Every once in a while, one out of maybe 25 or 30 of them, I can have a cognitive conversation with that actually has a grip on what's going on. The rest of them are so focused on their cell phone and partying, they could care less. And it's disgusting. It's disgusting. And I, and I ask myself the question, why are these parents spending all this phenomenal amount of money putting these kids through college when they're going to wind up living in their basement to begin with because of all these racial regulations? And if you're a white male or a white female or whatever, you're probably going to be on the bottom of the list to get a job anyway. Yet these parents all come to town. Yeah, I'm proud. My, parent, my, my children go to U of A. Well, what's going to happen when they get out? That's my question. Okay, how many of them are going to be flipping burgers or living in your basement because they can't find a job? And why? We already know the reason why. We already know the answer to why. Because they've designed it that way. So scroll back. Laura, I don't know, you know, are are you uh, from the elderly generation? Yeah, I'm 71. Okay, so we're we're in the same age bracket. You remember this country 50 years ago. Oh, yeah. I had a conversation. in a rural area. Country yeah. school, had a good education, taught me phonics. Every day we had phonics, so we knew how to read. Yeah, well, and the country I, school I, would. I had an interesting when I was in conversation. Fourth grade, they gave me a ninth grade reading book. That's how fast you could go when you know phonics. Right now, it's been they stopped flipped. teaching to read. That's when everything went downhill. Now, now it's been flipped. Now you get a ninth grade, uh, uh, excuse me, a, a fourth grade book in the ninth grade. And if you can't yeah, pass it, that's, that's about okay. It. Yeah. Right. No child left yeah. behind. All right. Anything else you want to add before I let you go? Oh, that's good. Uh, thank you. All right. Thanks, Laura. Appreciate it. Let's go okay, to Chris. Bye. Is it Chris in Virginia? Chris, you're on with Michael. Go ahead. What's on your mind? Sorry, I'm ranting and uh, I'm hoarse. Go ahead. <laughs> hey, uh, dude, I, what's your name again? I'm sorry. I just tuned in. Oh, Michael. 
Michael, hey, dude, you're, I totally agree with, I love what you're saying. Um, about, uh, everything. Yeah, totally agree. Everything. Well, wait a minute. Wait, 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 back so up much. a minute, Chris. You just tuned in. You didn't know anything about RBN? What? No, 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 sir. No, sir. No, sir. I've been listening for, I've been listening to RBN for years, but no, I just tuned into this show today about 20 oh. minutes ago. Oh, I see. Yeah. Okay. I'm sorry. All right. No, no, no. Well, so it's interesting. I was listening to a pastor, and I'll, he was talking about what you're saying about about the the, the all, all of the, the sexual um, immorality, and also the uh, most you know the messing with kids and, yeah. and all that stuff, right? Well, yeah. I was just listening to a preacher, and I can tell you who he was, but he basically got a book out called the 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 God are coming back or the gods are coming back the, the gods are returning and like basically is that you have Moloch which is the spirit basically no I don't, my, my main point is that uh, our country's turned away from God deliberately so what happens instead it's like a, a famous quote you know if people decide not to believe in God then they don't stop believing they just believe anything. So, in that vein, basically, we're we're, take, we're taken over by by spirits or gods or whatever you want to call them, because we don't believe in God anymore. And sexual immorality is evidently that God. Well, is, but is whoever God. it is, the, the people behind the scenes that are convincing our young generation that when you look in your pants and you see a little wee wee in there, don't necessarily think that you're a, a, a boy. You can become a girl if you want to be. All you have to do is decide, and we'll take care of it for you. I mean, this is absolutely ridiculous, and they've convinced the masses, and then they're even, uh, uh, you know, uh, covertly getting the, 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 the children to choose to do so without even the permission of their parents. I mean, what has become of this society? What has become right. of this society? This is absolutely so atrocious. You, you walk around, you see these people with orange hair, half of it's orange, half of it's blue. They got a bone in their nose, and they have they have a dress on with a beard. I mean, seriously, come on. Right. You know. Listen, it's his his name is Jonathan Can, C H A N, Charlie Alpha Hotel November. Jonathan Can, and his yeah. book is The Secret War and the Dark Trinity, and basically. He's just, this is all biblically based, what he's talking about. And it just basically means we've turned away from God, therefore we are, uh, we'll believe anything. We'll, we'll be fooled by depravity. And, and, and in fact, we'll be, become uh, possessed by these demonic spirits because we've turned away from God. So it's interesting you're just talking about that. But uh, can you expound upon a change in something just a little bit? Uh, uh, what you said earlier about organ harvesting, you think that's why they're bringing... I have no... I mean, this is my own opinion, okay? But based right. upon research that I've done in following up after I went to this town hall meeting and there was a uh, there was an or, a organizer or a administrator or something there with this so-called, you know, conversion of a hotel into this facility that was taking care of troubled adolescents from Mexico and Guatemala... Who would invest in something like that, for crying out loud? People coming from troubled families and broken homes and so forth. Where's the money? Why is the money being put into something like that? And these people are all illegals. I don't get it. 
Okay, something's rotten in Denmark here. 85,000 people vanished, young people, young uh, people from, you know, South America, Guatemala, Mexico, and so forth. I think it was Josh Hawley that brought that up in an investigation hearing. They all mysteriously vanished last year, and they're ask- he's asking questions, saying, what happened to these people? I think I know. I can't say for sure, but it sounds to me like, because I know I looked it up and how much money. Do you know how much money a human body is worth, Chris? I mean, the you eyes. You said 1.3 million? Uh, well, I looked at it. It was like 1.6 million or something like that. Are you okay? Serious? And if they're and yes, yes, the, the liver, the kidneys, you know, all the lungs and so forth, it's like 1.6 million, and they broker it out. So if you if you take it into context and you just do the math, okay, if, if if they're putting a price on their head, we know they're doing this, okay, they're putting a price on their head to come over the border because the families aren't chipping in. They're saying, okay, you owe us whatever thousands of dollars you owe us, and whatever you decide to participate in, whether it's marketing fentanyl or whether it's selling your body or whether it's working in the orchards or whatever it is that you're doing, you've got to pay us back. And I believe with all my heart that the both parties, the Democrat and Republican Party, are in on this. I believe they're getting kickbacks from it. But also, that does not alleviate all of these young kids that are coming in here with the belief, with the dream of a better life, and they're vanishing. Where are they going? You don't know where they're going, okay? All we know is they're supposedly sponsored. They're putting them on a bus, sending them where? Where are they sending them? Where are all okay, these people I see going? I think he's single... Yeah, I see these single, young, fighting age men standing in line with no family with them, correct? A lot of that. Right, right. So I, I've well, had this theory the, for a while. I've had this I, theory for a while that they're shipping them all to training camps to fight us. It could be. It could be I mean, there's a there's a report by a, a, a longtime colleague of mine, Jim Fetzer, that's on RBN site right now. He claims that these guys are coming over here military age and they're being stocked with weapons and they're going to go to war with us and kill us and take our houses. I don't know if that's true or not, but I wouldn't rule it out. You know, well, I was just I don't talking know. to somebody about. I was just talking with somebody earlier about that very same thing, and I was saying that it's very interesting that this is how. Uh, the cowardly left likes to fight all its wars by proxy, correct? Like, just like Ukraine. So why wouldn't they do something like that? Like they, they, they realize, oh, we release all these people from prison, and they make the perfect little foot soldiers to go burn things down in 2020. And then they probably look, they look to the cartels and like, oh, these people are even more violent. They'll cut your heart out and eat it. Literally, I've seen that video. It was shocking. And these people are so ruthless and violent. Let's use them. Oh yeah, just get him to come over here. We can hire him. Just give him a cell phone, and right. I don't rule out any nefarious over. idea that these people concoct. Anyway, with that, I'll let you go. Out. The show's getting short. I appreciate the call, Chris. Thanks, um, Yeah, thank you very much for the call. I appreciate it. Let's go to Tom in Utah. Tom, you're on with Michael. Go ahead. Oh, wait a minute, Tom. Hold on. Break's coming up. I'll bring it back right after the break, Tom. Hold that thought. Whatever that thought may be. <laughs> be right back. Final segment coming up. Are you sick of censorship? TLB Talk is the cure. TLB stands for truth, liberty, and balance. We are the newest and most unique social media platform to hit the internet. We were built out of necessity because Big Tech, Big Pharma, and Big Brother are out of control. The only thing bigger than them is when we the people are united. With that vision, TLB Talk was born. 
Our battlefield is in cyberspace. The battle we're in can be won by clicks of buttons and voting with your wallet. TLB Talk has no hidden agendas, no corporate funding, and we do not sell, trade, or give away any of your information. Our platform runs off of generous donations of members and merchandise profits. So please, check out our site. It's the best around. And be sure to stop by our store. It's loaded with items that'll have you feeling a sense of member pride and victory. Come unite with us today at TLBTalk.com and join the social media revolution. Are you one of the millions of people who feel like there is a dark cloud hanging over their heads whenever they're using pharmaceutical drugs? For some, the short-term relief can turn into an opioid addiction nightmare. Have you ever wondered why CBD oil is a billion-dollar industry? It's because it works better than opioids and is actually healthy for you. However, CBD oil is stripped of all other helpful compounds found in the hemp plant. According to neuroscientists, the whole hemp plant, otherwise known as hemp paste, is even more effective than the chemically processed CBD oil. Are you ready to take back your health? You can try Hemp Paste for the price of a cup of coffee. HempPaste.com slash RBN. Free shipping on orders over $50. See the banners for Hemp Paste at RepublicBroadcasting.org and visit HempPaste.com slash RBN. Here at Republic Broadcasting Network, we have been building our online store. Well, we have been focusing on bringing you the best talk show host in the country. Here at Republic Broadcasting Network, We also want our listeners to have products they can use every day and in times of emergency. We have added new products each week to our store. Your support of this network, plus products at the best prices, is a win-win situation. Check out our new store. Go to our website, republicbroadcasting.org, and click on the online store located at the top of our website. Together, we can continue to grow RBN and help our listeners prepare for the future. Go to republicbroadcasting.org and click on our online store or call us. 800-724-2719, extension 3. 800-724-2719, extension 3. Folks, we're back. Uh, final segment of the National Intel Report. Michael Herzog, your uh, host, and we've got Tom in Utah. Thanks for holding Tom. Uh, thanks for holding Tom. You're on with Michael. What's on your mind, partner? Uh, you're in Texas, right, Michael? No, wrong. <laughs> oh. I'm in Ari- I'm in Arizona. Oh, okay. For some reason, I was thinking you were in Texas. I have been. Anyway, I've been uh, in the past. Go ahead. During the, um, you know, the. Uh, and ultimately, at the, at, uh, let's see, the end of uh, 2011, I was going back and forth in D.C. dealing with this uh, child trafficking thing by default. You go to gassingamerica.com, it doesn't look like it's child trafficking, but quite frankly, it's one of the hidden factors. But I was introduced by Orrin Hatch to Carol Keaton Strayhorn. She was the former comptroller of the state of Texas. 
and she'd been asked to write a report on the money flows in the Child Protective Services of Texas. Is that the lady that was murdered? Is that the lady that was murdered? Uh, no, but they were friends. Uh, you're talking about um, she was okay. from uh, Georgia. Okay, uh, all right. Well, go ahead. Go ahead. Anyway, Carol Keaton Strayhorn wrote a book or wrote a report, and I recommend if you can find it on the on the web. It's called "The Forgotten Children," and she discusses this issue of how children are drafted into the system. You know, whether they're legal or illegal doesn't matter, but they seem seem to disappear. Mm-hmm. So, I wrote it down. I mean, I mean I, I, this, you know, at this point in time, Tom, it's only a theory I have based upon research I've done, interviews that I've made with the sheriff and with um, members of city council and so forth. It's just my suspicion. It's just too suspicious what's going on here. All these people are vanishing. Okay. And, you know, we don't know. We, we don't have a handle on where they're going. Because I went into the induction center, and I interviewed the lady that was the administrator there. There was a busload of illegals that came in there while I was there. And after she went up there and gave them all water and had an introductory uh, consultation with them, or she spoke to the entire audience, she came back and she says, oh, yes, well, they already have sponsors, and all we're to do is to detain them just until we get them situated to put them out with their sponsors. And I'm thinking, B.S. I'm sorry. These people are coming in every day, hundreds of them a day are coming in at a government facility, and they're being shipped out. You're, you're not going to tell me that all these hundreds of thousands, if not millions of people, already have sponsors. I know what a sponsor is. I had to sponsor my, my Scottish ex-wife when she came over here from Scotland, and it took years to do it. This is nonsense. There's something else going on, Tom. I'm sorry. I don't mean to rant, but, you know, that's my opinion. Go ahead. <laughs> well, you're not far from wrong. You're not far from the, huh. you're not far off the mark. Is but, but you know they're being enticed I, to come I, over. You know, America, land of the free and the home of the brave. I want a better life, and they're all coming over here under the auspices that they're going to have a better life, and they're going into it's like cattle being led to slaughter, and they're getting paid for it for crying out loud. If I'm right, right? Well, I had I could, a mother from Chicago contact me. She knew I was involved. Up to the cycle at the end. Anyway, all right. Her two daughters went through half a dozen abortions apiece while they were in state custody. All right, Tom, i got to let you go. We're out of time. I'm sorry to cut you off, but the the show is over. Call back another day, buddy. Well, when you get a chance, go to... I will. I I wrote it down. I wrote it down. All right, thanks for tuning in, folks. See you same time, same station next week. Stay out of trouble. Bye for now. My name is John, I'm the founder of Blackout Coffee, and I started uh, Blackout because I really love coffee. I've always loved coffee, and after traveling so much to Europe, South America, and trying so many different coffees that were so good, and uh, every time I came back uh, to the U.S., I was so disappointed with the coffee, so I figured that I had to do something about it. The biggest difference is really is on the beans and the roasting process, how we roast it, 
and how fresh it is. The fresher the roast, the better the quality. Here I have like all, all of the coffee. It's roasted within one to two days prior to being shipped. So it literally gets to consumers' house within three to five days after being roasted. If you like coffee, you have to try ours. It's fresh roasted. It's one of the best beans that we can get. And you will definitely see the difference. Visit blackoutcoffee.com and use the coupon code REPUB10. That's REPUB10. This is RBN, the Republic Broadcasting Network.